Welcome back to another episode of Hello. Thinking Out Loud with your host Jermaine and Ben. Yeah, what's going on everyone? Good, good, good. We've got a special guest with us today, the lovely Laura. Better late than never. <laughs> Apologies for the lateness. Nah, thank so you good, for having so good, me. So good. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you guys doing? You know, this mic here, I feel like you're just... <laughs> having a bit of mic issues, you mean? Yeah, no, nah, um... A few yeah, we're good, we're good. No, I'm, uh, we're good, we're good, we're good. Um, like, we appreciate you coming on, because, like I was saying to Ben earlier, like, it's always... These topics are always kind of sensitive, you know what I mean? Like, everyone has their own, like, journey with grief, yep. how they deal with it, and, like, I don't know, I always feel like there's, there's some, even there's some things that we just don't kind of talk about, or, like... And when I say we, I just mean as, like, as guys. Like when it comes to like mm-hmm. certain types of grief, like especially like baby loss, it's almost like you kind of have to be, um, kind of mindful how you kind of like say certain things. Like, so even if uh, along this episode, if there's certain things that I say or we say that doesn't come across a certain way, obviously it's not like intentional. It's just like, you know, understanding. Um, but we know, but we do appreciate you kind of coming on. That's and cool. like sharing your um, story because, like I said, it's not obviously I've known you for time. I've never really kind of, kind of never really, obviously I I know like a, a few things mm. here and there, but it's not it's like we've touched on things, but we've never gone into depth. Yeah, about. And it's not something I would kind of like. It's because for me, my thing is that with like with anyone, like I would never force anyone to kind of tell me certain things or you know like what I do is that just like provide my um, support. But um, we just thought it would be good because this week is. I think it started on the 9th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 9th to the 11th, um, Baby Loss Awareness Week. I thought it was 15th. It is the 15th, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, 15th. Yeah, 15th. So it's until it Thursday, yes, Thursday, Baby Loss yeah. Awareness Week. And I can imagine for a lot of people who've been through that, especially us, well, not especially, but I can imagine include, possibly including yourself, people who've been through that, it must be... It's hard in anyway, but I mean, like, given that it's, it's, it's the week... Mm-hmm. Or or some, I'm not sure if how that's um, that made you feel or if that's even even if it bothered you in any way, shape or form. Do you know what I mean? To be honest, I feel like how I felt this time last year is very different to how I feel today mm. and how I have felt this week. And um, I think the reason why I say that is what I realized last week is there, sorry, last year, there are so many people that have experienced um, baby loss, whether it be through a miscarriage, um, whether it be through a stillborn or whatever the circumstances, there's so many people that come out of the woodworks during that week that you would never know. Mm. So they break their silence for that week and then it's like they go back into themselves and they won't speak openly about it again. And it kind of made me feel sad as in, well, why is it just for one week that everybody should feel comfortable enough to, you know, share their grief? So are you just going to hold that for another 12 months? You know, and I'm not saying like everybody has to come out and speak. Some people don't feel comfortable about speaking about their experiences with loss and stuff. But um, for me, it just kind of felt like, wow, we are part of this really small community that nobody knows about. And we all come out once a year. And then after that, we just go back into ourselves. So I feel like my mindset this year is sort of like... You know, anyone that I see doing anything this week, if you're doing um, 
I don't know, an Instagram Live, for example, you're doing, mm. you know, Zoom sessions, whatever it is, I'm going to post your stuff, I'm going to promote it because there's other people, even if they've not experienced it themselves, they might be able to listen in and learn something because mm. they might know other people going through it, they yeah. could possibly help them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, no, I think I think it's interesting what you said because, like, this whole, like, people pop out and then pop back, like, like go back in again, something, mm-hmm. but... Like, I don't know, maybe it's, it's because some people don't feel, like, obviously comfortable. So when something like yeah. this comes around, it's, like, maybe a bit of encouragement to kind of, like, share your story. And, of course, like, out every, every whether or not it's, it's baby loss and awareness, but you can imagine that someone going through that, that you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't feel guilty for, like, sharing that anyway. Or, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Whether baby loss week or not, or, like, that, it's, your, it's your story to tell. No one can kind of tell. Um people how to do things and that's one of the things we wanted to touch on but I think more so like layers this whole like telling people how to grieve especially like online like you know what I'm saying you see it a lot or you know if someone's grieving and they and say that they post themselves crying or they're posting um maybe like an image of the baby they've lost mm-hmm. no one should kind of, kind of say that oh why are you doing that like why you grieve how you want to grieve you yeah. know what I'm saying but definitely um well, I think for you, so how would you say that like, your your experience with um, grief has been? So not so much like now, like when I would say that the, that the miscarriage happened. So for me, my experience is like literally like a roller coaster. So between summer 2013 and summer 2017, I had a total of seven miscarriages. In the space of one year, I remember I had three. So I've gone through the first one and me and my partner, so I've, it's been me and the same person that's had all these miscarriages. Yeah. In that first one, I didn't know how to deal with it because I've never experienced something like that before. He's never experienced something like that before. And it's just like, okay, how do I navigate this? What do I do? And then you kind of look at the types of people that are around you and it's almost like you're looking to someone for support and help and answers of what to do, but they either haven't dealt with it or they don't know what to say because they've never been shown how do you support someone when they're going through this type of grief. Mm. So a lot of it was just, you know, there's times I literally just sat there for weeks and I wouldn't do anything. Like literally I wouldn't move. There's times where, um, one of my workplaces organized counseling yeah and i was like i don't want counseling i just want answers and then after i did that i was like wow i can't believe that you know five weeks later my head's in a completely different space and with the counseling like you sort of get given coping mechanisms and stuff like that and you just realize okay if i have to go through this again i know how to deal with it yeah so yes it's been a complete roller coaster to be honest and a lot of trying to figure stuff out yourself so would you say the counselling helped and did it benefit you? Definitely. In, in definitely. Way? I used to be the type of person to think counselling. Black people don't go counselling, like what are we doing? Yeah, what are we talking the about? Times I've said that we don't you know, we don't do that. And I remember going there, the first time I went there, um I walked in this guy's office and I thought, What is this middle aged white man gonna tell me about something he's never been through before? What's he gonna tell me about this? And after that first session I was like okay, I'll be back next week. Because it was a choice. The company are paying for it. You've got five sessions. If you choose to continue after the first one, it's up to you. I was like, yeah, I'll be back. And 
it helps that now me, I'm an advocate for counselling in any form. If you don't deal with your trauma, it will deal with you. So I literally, for whatever reason it is, I honestly, honestly say to people, go to counselling, it will help you, it will change your mindset. Because I, I, I think to myself, if I didn't do it, I don't know what sort of down the line how my um, mindset would have ended up, to be honest. Mm, that's that's good though. To be honest, to be honest, yeah. So, so who's gonna say something? No, I, I'm I'm still kind of not on the fence with counselling because I had that. Um, I don't think it was the same. But I had counselling mm-hmm. as well, like it was through the GP. Okay. They gave me like um, like six sessions, but I I didn't. I just I didn't feel nothing. I, like after six sessions, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna do it again with. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try again now, but at the time I was like, nah, this isn't really working. Because I think for me, I was expecting like, right, I'm doing counselling. They should make me just feel better. Okay. Like, but that was kind of like my misconception of counseling, like as it's a thing of like, they will make you, I don't know how, like what they will make you feel better about how you're feeling, but it doesn't work like that. Mm. They just kind of give you like a bit of like the tools and the rest is kind of up to you, sort of thing. Like it's not just, you know, um, like a sort of like one. What's the word like? It's not like a one-person job. Like you, you have to do something as well, innit? You've got yeah. to help yourself Counseling as well, is definitely it? not um, a quick fix, I would say. It can sort of help you get the ball rolling in terms of starting your healing journey. Mm. Um, see, the same way you kind of thought, you know, it's just, you know, I'm going to go, it's going to make me feel better or whatever. Yeah. With me, I just thought, um, I'm not going to get the answers as to why this keeps happening to me because these are recurring miscarriages. And at that point, when I was going to the counselling, um, I still haven't been given any diagnosis or any reason as to why this is happening. Yeah. I just keep getting told, oh, it's just going to be trial and error with you from the hospital. Mm. So imagine I'm now going to this. I'm like, why am I going? Because even if it happens again to me, am I going to remember what this person has told me? I, it just so happens that the person that I did my counselling with was absolutely amazing. But before that, I thought to myself, someone can't counsel me unless they've been through what I've been through. And that's yeah. sort of the misconception that I had. And now I've realised that it's complete opposite. So when you say, um, like, someone, I'm guessing you mean in terms of, like, if they haven't kind of suffered a miscarriage or had yeah. a baby loss. They haven't, yeah. Whether it be male yeah. or female, if they haven't lost a baby, if you haven't experienced a miscarriage, the pain of it physically, mentally, emotionally, how can you come and counsel me on that? Because yeah. you don't know what it feels like. And and this was before like doing counselling. This was before, yeah. But even like even some, cause I know well, I don't know that your counsellor, you said he's like okay, right, I'm I'm feeling this guy, mm-hmm. so he like he's, so what kind of change like? It was just that first session. It's like questions that he was asking me, um, that kind of forced me to think differently about the situation, mm. and I guess he made me answer questions about myself and how, how, how I was feeling that I didn't even realise I was feeling. Mm. Like, I literally felt like I'd locked all my emotions in a box and I'm just like, you know when someone asks you, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. And that's it. And there's so many things going through your head and stuff, but where you just push it to the back and you try and ignore it, Yeah. until someone asks you certain questions, it doesn't trigger anything for you to think, hold on, I didn't realise I felt like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, after that, I was like, okay this is probably going to help me. What have I got to lose? Yeah. You know? So by the end of it, um, yeah, it's just, I can't lie. That's the first time I've ever been to any sort of counselling or therapy or anything. And I can honestly say I would do it again. That's good, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, 
So around like that time, um, did you would you say apart from counselling, would you say you had a lot of like support from people around you? Um, so the way I kind of see it is that you, there's there's two types of support. There's support from the people around you, then there's support from organisations. So when I say organisations, I'm talking everything from your workplace to um, places like the Miscarriage Association, Tommy's, them kind of places. Yes. So with people around me, In our community, you know we don't talk about these things. It's it's a very like sort of taboo kind of subject. You mm. don't talk about it. So it was really sort of hard in the beginning um, to find people that I felt like I could talk to and be open and honest with. Yeah. Um, in terms of older people, like sort of parents, aunties, uncles and all that, you just get the generic God is in control and you are packed off and sent off to go and figure out whatever that will mean to you. There's no mm. sort of, um, let me sit down and tell you about my experiences when I was younger, because I too lost a child or this yeah. and that. Like, I'm only finding out years later that, you know, certain adults within the family did have miscarriages when they were younger and stuff, you know? Mm. And it's literally like I've had to drag it out of them. No one's been sort of forthcoming with their information. And it's like you can kind of feel hurt and be upset and think, why was it not a... Do you know what? How do you feel? Do you want to just come to my house? Let's sit down and watch a movie. Here's a box of tissues. Cry, let it all out until you feel better. You just get told, like I said, God is in control. Don't worry about it. I remember once I was crying. This was my last miscarriage. I was crying. And I got told, but why are you crying? You should be thanking God for your life. And I thought to myself, I've just lost a child. What are you talking about? At this particular moment in time, I don't feel very thankful yeah. Do you know what I mean? For my current circumstances. So I can't look at it like that. But again, it all goes back to people not knowing what to say, um, not being educated on the topic. Mm. They're just doing what they they think they're supposed to do. They don't know any better. Mm. Which, it's more of a cultural thing. You know, they just yeah. push it in the back of their heads, you know. Like, this is it. Even with mental health as well. Like, they don't really want to confront their, how they feel, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of, um, and not to say like it's their fault, especially with the older generation. Like they don't know how to deal with certain things, and I'm not, of course, I I I, I like believe in God in it, but I think sometimes it's easy just to say that blanket statement. I don't want God's in control, because you don't really know how to deal with the situation. Well, yeah, we know God is in control. Like no one's denying that, but right now definitely. I don't want, I don't feel. I don't feel good. And that me not feeling good doesn't mean that I don't believe God's in control. But because, mm -hmm. like, they just see everything as, right, you know, everything, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, sometimes you hear that, but I think, nah, yeah. today I don't, I don't want to... No, I need a hug. You're I need answers. I need answers. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're entitled to feel like that. Yeah. You know, but and I guess, you know, I, I don't know if there, there were some aunties or maybe even, like, your mum like that kind of said to you look let's 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 discuss it. it may be hard maybe difficult but let's have a talk do you know what i'm saying because i think like even with me there's even like even this conversation alone like i'm just trying to just tread carefully because like, i know it's it's a sensitive one do you know what i mean yeah. like, obviously we we haven't been through it and i can imagine it's, it's not a nice thing like but i would I'll, I'll always be kind of mindful of how you trust and that kind of leads me to this whole um we kind of even spoke about it like time ago, like people like kind of 
put any sort of like um, expectations on on like women, mm-hmm. like for like in in not alcohol, but in, in life. Okay, cool. Like you get married, or then then the people think, oh, then there's a baby, or oh, and then you're married. Oh, when's the baby coming? Or if you're a certain age, oh, how can you not have kids yet? And sometimes, yeah, some you just don't know what people are going through. Like, look, I get some black, especially that old generation, they just want their grandkids in it. Yes, they want all that, but like it's like auntie, I hear that, they, they but just chill in it, just chill in it. Like, what would be mad for two seconds? Chill, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to start asking, oh, when's the baby coming? Shit, like even like even amongst like like our generation, there's some people I see them like, oh, so you guys have been married for like X amount of time, so when are you gonna have a baby? It's like, relax, man, just chill. Like see, nothing might be nothing might be going on, but you just don't know what's going on. People, what if someone has an issue with like? So just be mindful what you're asking. You don't always have to be like, oh, they might not even want kids. And again, unfortunately, some people might not be able to have kids. And then you've now said, oh, when you're having kids, and then they blurred it out now. You you mm-hmm. feel, oh, I, I didn't know. Do you know what I'm saying? But sometimes just let people do what they're doing, man. Like, I know it's not sure. so much the same as like men get, oh, when they have them. It's more like kind of... Like, but you see, now you say that, but people don't realise sometimes... Um, I feel like in these circumstances, the men get forgotten about in a sense that, yes, it's the woman that goes through it physically, mm. but the men still go through it mentally and emotionally, sometimes more than the women do. But again, because of the way culture and society is, men are just supposed to, you know, just be strong and just, they, they can handle it and whatever. Whereas I've come across men that um, losing a baby has broken them more than it has their partner. Mm. And it's just, it, again, it's just one of those things that people just assume men can handle this more or they're tougher than women or they're stronger in certain aspects. And that's not always the case. And in terms of um, having babies, as you said, people might be married for a long time. They're like, oh, where's your kids? Why have you not, kid, not had kids yet? It might not even be a case of the issue is with the woman and she is not the one that is able to get pregnant or whatever. The mm. issue actually might be with the guy. But again, when it comes to that sort of thing, we look straight at the woman and think, oh, you guys ain't had a baby. There's something wrong with you, sis. It's not him. It's got to be you. Whereas people don't actually understand that there can be issues with the man that is preventing him from being able to actually get his wife pregnant. And that in itself is like, you know, that's another form of stress that they deal with because it's now it's like I'm supposed to be, you know, the man and this is what's expected of me. And I can't deliver. Yeah, I can imagine that might be hard as well because... I don't know, like, with you guys, how you think, but I just feel like people kind of have this idea, like, okay, like having cho- like having children is, I can imagine, it's probably a blessing, but if you can't, as a man or woman, or you're almost not a man, or less of a man, or less of a woman if you can't have, but that, that shouldn't be the case, but I feel like that's, that is what... Yeah, it makes you feel inadequate, it makes you feel less than... That, that's what it is Definitely. in society, like, you know, like, oh, women are just meant to have kids, and... Of course, if this ain't like the 1950s, of course, like women can can choose not to have kids if they don't want to, and they can't and they shouldn't be penalized for that. Or if a woman decides to like, you know, like um, you see all the time, like be on her job, like maybe her career is just some a mad one where like mm. she doesn't even her social time is just non-existent, but she chose that, and that's cool. But she shouldn't be penalized for like the same way if it's a guy, a guy's no one's no one's guessing to him. Yeah. He chose a career to like. Um, to focus, to focus on his career, so rather than kids. But I know with, with some kind of like areas where like politics is is kind of seen as desirable. If you if you have kids or like a, mm-hmm. the family, even you're more kind of um, inclined to get like liked more. Mm. I don't know, like more in politics. 
Yeah, like I mean, it kind of seems being a little bit more relatable. Yeah, though, like because you know, yeah. like family man, all that kind of stuff, mm. all of that. Well, sometimes they have kids, but they just don't want to, you know, show it to. But like, yeah, there's like public, public, even that. You know? But like, it, sh- it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Like people shouldn't like made to feel any less than because oh uh, you know what this person have a kid, so why well, are we gonna listen to you or do you know what I mean like no, no don't do that, you know what I'm saying that like don't you can't make people feel, and this is not me kind of saying to like this is even like education to myself as well like just be mindful of like certain things and, and it's all but down to how how we think our conditioning, mm-hmm. because like if the whole like oh you know like what we say oh by this age when we married have kids we want to do this and that. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. Just, like as much as obviously, like you see a lot of people around us like getting married and having, but our time is different. Yeah. Like, and it is. even for me, sometimes that's kind of hard to understand. Like, but nah, man, I want I want to kind of have my thing pattern now. Like, like, but it doesn't work like that. But I'm, I'm, what am I gonna do? Like, it doesn't work like that at all. I remember when I was younger, I used to always say, "All oh, right, by the t- I don't want any kids before I'm 23, but by the time I'm 26, any kids I'm having." that's it they need to be because i need to get on my career i need to do mm. this i'm 35 now i do not have a child i'm not married i'm not i feel like right now people can put so much pressure on you like i've got one particular auntie every minute oh when are you bringing my twins i'm like are you having them wow. for me not even when not, not <laughs> even the auntie saying I'm twins like, you're gonna <laughs> carry these babies for me because we can do arrange it right now like, you know i feel like when they say that it kind of puts a lot more pressure on the person yeah, it's like it's that chill, man. It definitely mm-hmm. does, and I feel like you have to be of a certain mindset to be able to let it not get to you. With me, I'm quite nonchalant when it comes to a lot of things, so you can say it to me and it goes over my head, it's whatever. Whereas other people, I know they stress about it and they think about it. I remember some girl um, that I follow on Instagram, she got married and didn't have a baby straight away. And the aunties were giving her all sorts of advice. They were like, when you lot finish having sex, put your legs up in a certain position. What? That's going to help Wait, you how get does, pregnant Wait, how, how does the auntie know all about the, all, them, all them things there? Like, maybe auntie has a football team worth of kids. I don't know. But uh, auntie's got young conversation in the, in, the, in the bedroom. Or Do you know what I mean? And I was like, for, for me, I'm, I'm so happy and so blessed that the way my mindset is, you could absolutely say, say all that kind of stuff to me. I'm just like, okay, okay. I don't pay attention to it. Or someone like that, you can imagine the pressure that that they would feel in that situation. And it's not even so much because her, you know, her and her husband are putting pressure on themselves. It's the family, it's the people on the outside that don't understand, you know, could there actually be an issue here? Maybe they've been pregnant and they've lost a baby and they just haven't told anybody or whatever. Yeah. And they may be scared to try again or something like that. Mm. But again, but, the, but the you see with, with like with you, yeah, have you ever had to kind of like not put anyone in a place but just say just kind of set up like some boundaries like listen up respectfully I, I i get what you're saying but can we just please drop this and not talk anymore about when you're gonna have kids when you're gonna do this or that um there has been a couple of times but um because you don't want to be rude in it but it's like, like you know like the, see, my, my like, thing is this you know when it comes to our culture you have to be you have to remain respectful mm. at all times but i will literally just flip it on a, and no exaggeration be like auntie if you're willing to carry them for me let's organize it now if not i beg just leave it alone mm. do you know what i mean sometimes they think oh is she being sarcastic is she being cheeky that's the only way i can answer your question because for someone like me i can't lie the thought of getting pregnant and possibly having to go through all of that again is so scary like 
Do you know what I mean? I don't even, when it comes to that time, I don't know how, I might have to go back to counselling again just to get my head in a space where I'm, you know, preparing to actually carry a kid or whatever. But for you to come and put that pressure on somebody's head, it is so unfair and it is so... Do you know what I mean? People don't, I don't, I think people don't realise when they say certain things to you, how long it can stick with you for, you know, and play on your mind. Like, I've had sleepless nights at times about, you know, when you're having a kid and now you now think, oh my God, okay, I'm, I'm at a certain age. Am I getting too old to have one? If I do end up having one, will my child have, you know, complications? Could they possibly end up with disabilities or anything like that? And it, it can be so overwhelming. But when you're on the other side of the fence saying, oh, when are you going to have a baby? It's easy for you to make that comment and just get on with your life, but you don't realise the effect, the long-lasting effect it will have on that person. Yeah, exactly. And and because for them, like, they they feel like they're saying that it's going to come from a good place. Whilst for some it might, but, like, some, they, just, like, they don't understand, okay, mm. I get what you're saying, but maybe just, again, being mindful of what you're saying. Maybe just have a, maybe just, like, forget about yourself for one minute and you're, you're kind of selfless drive to like have a, a, a grandkid or whatever just kind of think okay that like, as a woman you know well i'm not a woman but i'm saying but as that person saying that just think okay as a woman i know there's something for this happens might come across like because we, we i think even as a guy we know like certain things are like kind of sensitive like and for me that's always been kind of like baby that like baby loss in it like whether someone chooses to talk about it that's fine but again like i would never ask oh when you're gonna have a kid or be like, ah, oh, because you don't have a kid, that means you're just good for nothing. Because again, mm-hmm. imagine someone says that to someone now, and that person, God forbid, like, I don't know, does something, because yeah. they just felt like their whole worth is tied down to just, you know what I'm saying? Yes, carrying. this is a thing that a lot of people don't um, also realise, that when you lose a baby, um, it doesn't affect every woman in the same way like i've i know somebody that one of their work colleagues she had one miscarriage and the grief was so overwhelming for her that she tried to take her own life do you know what i mean so for example i wouldn't look at that and be like okay well she only had one and i've had seven so do you understand what i'm saying that one could be enough to completely derail her whereas Mm -hmm. with me I've had to go through so many things to even get to the point where I am to talk openly and very comfortably about, do you know what I mean? What I've been through. So when you're talking about things like mindfulness and that, it's definitely um, something that people need to practice. But one thing I've also realized that helps is um, acknowledging what that person's gone through, as in acknowledging that they have lost a baby and not like I've had someone say something crazy to me one time and say something like oh um well at least you didn't get past x amount of months and I'm like does that mean that the baby that I'm grieving for doesn't count because I never made it to my second trimester for example so do you, do you get what I mean so when they say at least what, what are the challenges so for example I got asked so what's like the furthest um out yeah. of all your pregnancies went so I said that um the furthest one i think it was like 11 weeks and two days i'm like five days off going into my second trimester Mm. that's the safe zone yeah Yeah. and they said something to me like oh well don't worry about at least you didn't make it to like four months and then it happened so would it have been better if it happened after four months like what what the hell this is the thing 
again, this is where mindfulness comes in. If you don't know something, ask. Just be honest and say, you know, I don't understand much about this. Could you help me to understand? Mm. As opposed to saying, oh, well, at least it wasn't bit to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That may as well have been four months. That may as well have been nine months. That It's not okay for you to sort of take that away from you or dull it down just yeah. because it didn't reach in your head what is seen as, I don't know, a feasible place to start your grief. Because, yeah. as I said, if I've gone through that seven times and this is where I am, somebody went through it once and they couldn't handle it, it was too much. So it's not for an outsider to sort of judge and be like, oh, well, at least this or at least that. So, you know. It's always the outsiders, yeah, that I just have everything to oh, say. Yeah. Always. And, they, always. and the thing is, they're, they're not even, they're not even, um, like, they just, they, they'll just let off. Not even like, okay, little, let me tiptoe into it. Just say it, like, just be so, I'm like, <laughs> what the hell like it's lack of knowledge it. it's all a, a lack of knowledge I used to take things so personally and think like how could you say that to me why are you talking to mm. me like that and I just think they don't know any better just don't even let it bother you they don't know any better they they don't know even things like you know when you're in school and stuff like that you do sex education and stuff and they teach you about certain things and they teach you oh if you do this you're going to have a baby and this is going to happen and that, and that. you never get taught this is how you this is a possibility you could lose that child or this yeah. or that or you might meet somebody that could you don't get taught about stuff like that so when it does happen to you or if it my experience is what it's not until it happens to you that you're like is there anyone else like me in my circle has anyone else that i don't know about if they haven't already said yeah do you know what i mean and um it's just it, it can be such a lonely island if you don't know anybody and you don't know sort of um, where to get, I can't, I don't want to say help, information. Yeah. You know, because like with me, for example, in every single time I was in the hospital, you get given a little leaflet for the miscarriage association. Here's a leaflet, they might be able to help you. Go on their website, there's just generic information, there's nothing solid that makes you feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this. And I think, on, um, one of, I can't remember where I was working, but I got referred to occupational health. And the lady that called me um, was asking me to explain, you know, why I'd been off work and mm. what happened and so on and so forth. And then she was the one that actually said to me, do you know what, If tell me if I'm overstepping, but there's an organization called Tommy's. And um, I had to send their information to someone else that had been referred to occupational health. So she was like, if you want, I'll send you the information. They might, you know, be able to help you in some mm. sort of way. I didn't even know that Tommy's existed before that. Yeah. And now that I do know about that, I'm so happy. But again, it's lack of information that's out there. It's lack of knowledge with people. So, you know, sometimes it, you do look and you think, how on earth could you open your mouth and say that? But at the same time, a lot of people, they don't know because as a community, it's not something that we talk about openly. So... Yeah, that's the. Do you, do you think that will ever? Ch I mean, with our generation, maybe, maybe. But do you ever, do you ever feel like that will change from like the the like older generation? Do you um, I don't necessarily think it will change. It's possible, but again, it's also about our openness when we do go through things to speak to the older generation and make them understand how we feel. So, like, just a bit like educate them a bit, like, yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think um, yeah, that's why like, it's kind of great to see how well like your your well, what's the word I'm trying to use? Like how well you deal with it. Because even when you say like people kind of say to you, oh, why are you not like you just you don't just take it as like wow, why are you coming at me like that? It's like mm. you just don't know any better. Yeah, it's just you're just kind of like uneducated, not respectfully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you're respectfully, you know what I'm saying? Uneducated. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, um, but when you said it's like a lonely island, do you feel like that's because like not a lot of people are kind of like willing? Or I don't want to say willing. Maybe they don't feel comfortable like kind of sharing their story, particularly about baby loss. So it's like literally, like we said earlier, it's like baby loss awareness week. So you, you might have a lot of people. Mm-hmm. having the courage come because you know right it's it's all weak and there's this kind of initiative happening where like i feel comfortable rather than bringing it on a normal on a normal on a normal tuesday where like it's it's not any sort of particular day mm-hmm. and you go on like i don't know instagram and just kind of share your story it might be hard because again it is the type of reception you get i would like to think if you're if you have any sense you're not gonna someone's not gonna come across that that content and say anything negative mm. or why are you like why are you doing this? Why are you sharing this? And that's why I wanted to kind of want to touch on earlier about this whole, like telling people how to grieve, like because yeah. um, with uh, what's her name, like you know that the Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen, mm. so you know when she unfortunately like, lost her, they lost their child, <sighs> yeah, and uh, I think she, I think it was like a, a series of different pics, but basically just kind of sh- expressing the sadness, and then some people were like, well, why is she doing that photo shoot? Why is she like? I'm sorry, but why is she posting this up? People on social media, especially Instagram, absolutely make me sick. And the amount of comments that I saw saying, um, "Why is she doing a photo shoot?" or "She deserved it," or all these things. For some people, there's a lot of people that I know that um, they've taken pictures with the baby that's passed, whether it be in their hands or on their chest or whatever. Um, if that is how she chooses or anyone chooses to acknowledge what has happened to them, there's nothing wrong with it. If she took a thousand pictures and made, I don't know, a collage with it, if that's what it's gonna take to help her get through it, what's anybody else's business? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So to see people sort of saying all these things and like it, it's really horrible, and um, I kind of imagine that going forward, if they do try for another child, they probably, based off of those people's comments, they probably may not even want to make it so publicly know that they are trying. Because when mm. they lost their baby, this is the reception that they were greeted with, you know? And I don't believe that in them taking the pictures that they've taken, I don't think that they've done anything wrong. I'm sure they have their reasons for yeah. Do you know what I mean? For taking those pictures. And like I said, if that's what helps them start their grieving process, then let them get on with it. Yeah, it's up, it's up to them. Like, we can't tell anyone oh, what they shouldn't. But I think it's just because, like, because when you kind of think of social media, it's not something like, maybe so much now where, like, we're seeing a lot more, like, it's a lot less, where it's still kind of fake, but it's a lot less fake in the sense that people are, like, being more transparent about certain things. So you can mm. see, like, people are, oh, you know what, yeah more time we all like to have a good turn up and but on other occasions people are going through stuff people are there's people going through mental health mm-hmm. actual uh physical illnesses and you think like right i didn't even know like that guy or that person was because yeah. all of the time you kind of just see them but just because that person has now decided to deviate from 
you know the usual content of like holidays or post and drip whatever and then now showing you right you know i've got i'm dealing with this illness you, you can't then say oh well right what's why you why you, why are you why are you doing this why are you showing it but that's just yeah. you can do what you want you know you yeah. know like and again like if someone wants to like share as obviously i know there's there's always certain like things they say like there's such as oversharing Mm-hmm. But that's not for me to kind of tell anyone that they're oversharing. You can share whatever you want to share. Like, I, I, I know the same things I wouldn't share, but that's me. But I'll never say to the next to you or you, you are you doing too much? If you want to share, you share that. This, this is it. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not my. It's not my business. It's not. That's the problem. Social media. I feel like it's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because you might put something out and think that, as you said, what I'm doing for me, I'm not yeah. putting it out there for for other people's benefit. I'm doing it for myself. Exactly. But then other people, as you said, why why are you posting this for well, this is too much? They're all they like with these guys, they're posting pictures in the hospital and they're posting pictures of this and that. You have no idea why that person's chosen to do that. For example, we don't know if that's their way of bringing awareness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. they've never. I'm assuming they've never been through anything like that before. They might not know how to how to deal with it, so that's mm. what they've chosen to do. Exactly. You know, it's like people that post pictures of every single meal that they eat. No, if Why are you? Do, no, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, as in, like, so if we're not gonna, if we're not, if we're not gonna gonna come and say to you, okay, I now know what you ate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Stop posting. It's enough. I know what what you're gonna have tomorrow for lunch at two p.m. because you're gonna go and post a picture. It's too much. If we wouldn't say anything to those people, why on earth, when someone's lost a child, would no, we yeah, come to them and be like, I'm why saying. are you, why are you oversharing what you've just gone through? that might give someone else the confidence to go mm. and share with someone else that, you know, they've been through the yeah. same or a similar thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, yeah, definitely. Just let people grieve how they want to grieve. For them, they might, like you said, they might, might that might be their way of, like, raising awareness or maybe it's a thing of, like, they want to put it out there so that people don't disturb them and say, right, what's happened? I know you was pregnant. Is it's it's also a way of showing people it, that yeah. they're human because no celebrity exactly. is exempt from, like all, exactly. from going through stuff like this. You know yeah, what I mean? No no one's perfect. You know, exactly, like you know, grief. that's let it's let true. people do what they want to do, man. Um, but would you feel, would you say that there's any like misconceptions like when it comes to like miscarriage? Oh, loads, so many, so many. I've come across people that literally almost see it as um, okay, you're pregnant today. It's like you've come on like a, a super late period. You start bleeding again. Oh, that's it, fine. It's done with it. See that pain that you go through. When you are losing a baby, I would not wish that pain on my worst enemy. So for someone to sort of be so flippant about it and be like, oh, it's just like, you know, like you just came in a period late or something. It's very far from it. Very, very, very far from it. People ask um, some of the silliest questions as well. I've had someone once ask me, oh, do you think you had a miscarriage because once upon a time you used the morning after pill? I'm like, are you okay? Like, are you actually all right? You get all the other questions. Um, there's also other silly things. Oh, maybe it's not your time, or maybe because you did this, or did you take that? Did you? And you know, you just sit there and think, I'm not the type of person you can come and ask those kind of questions. Did you do this? I've gone through this a total of seven times. Me, the specialist, um, all the people that that have been involved every time have gone through so many different things where it's like okay you've got to take paracetamol to thin your blood you've got mm. to do this you've got to do that you've got to double up on um certain tablets that you normally wouldn't have to. they're just trying to you know help you through it so when you get asked silly things you kind of think to yourself 
you need to be educated about this before coming to ask somebody about something so personal. So I get it when you're sort of like, I don't want to, you know, ask you certain things or tread a bit careful stuff. I completely understand it. Mm. But at the same time, um, I feel like more does need to be done to bring awareness. Um, because as I said, a lot of things, it boils down to lack of knowledge, mm. you know? Yeah, I think some people don't think before they speak when they ask a certain thing. That's exactly, you know, yeah. I think if they do educate themselves or if they ask you the right questions, then maybe um, that's when they'll begin to open up more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, all, we all need to, it's, it's a lesson that, again, like, it's not, when I say this, it's not just me saying, oh, I'm exam- I, I need to learn as well. We all need to learn. Like, mm-hmm. Men, women, everyone. You know, because some things are sensitive and stuff like that. Um, but uh, just to kind of like round off, what would you, what would you kind of, um, what advice, if ever that's one advice you would give to someone in, like, in your position, like going through it? Um, ooh, what advice would I give? Honestly, um, when you feel that something is not right, as so, let's say someone that's, who's carrying a child and you feel that something's not right, go with it. Even if you seem like you know you feel like you're 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 overthinking or whatever, and just you know for your own peace of mind, you know if you feel pain, cramps, something like that, go see your GP. Go to A&E, go to hospital. I was in and out of A&E in hospital so much to the point where the gynae doctor, she knew me by first name. She literally mm. would hear my voice around the corner and be like, oh, was that Laura? But I'm glad that I did those things because if I didn't do that and I didn't push, I wouldn't um, have even got a diagnosis whereas a lot of women go through this and they'll never understand why it's happened to them because they don't get given one. With the NHS, you they will only start looking into it once you've had three or more. Oh, okay. So, and in terms of sort of people trying to you know, not knowing what to say to somebody who's been through it, ask questions. There's certain people that until you ask them, they might not want to, you know, tell you. And I feel like that's the reason why I'm so open with it because I've had people ask me questions because they just didn't, they genuinely didn't know and they wanted to understand. So they want, mm. they're trying to understand how they can be there for you. But if you don't tell them, it kind of makes it hard as well. But then mm. on the other side of that, there's also, you know, research that can be done, you know, look into things. Um, sort of don't go at someone and say, oh, maybe this is why that's happened to you. Or again, as we were saying before, you know, uh, when are you having a child or not, don't add to the pressure that somebody has already got going on that you may not know about. Mm. Because it makes it 10 times harder. Imagine dealing with something in private. Someone's now added that pressure on top of it and it now magnifies it into something much bigger than it was. And you'll never know that you've just done that to that person. Exactly, like this. People need to be mindful because, like, it's the courage it takes for you to come out and kind of, like, like share your story, and someone kind of says something that makes you think, like, you know, what, I should have just, mm. you know. So definitely, like, support like goes a, a long way, like, and 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 support might just be you educating yourself on certain things before, like you said, before you come to someone who's been through that and say reckless stuff. Just educate yourself first, mm. you know. And um, also, like, sort of sorry to cut you to um look into things like organizations like i said tommy's i absolutely i everything that they do they're they're always um so transparent when it comes to things like research that they're doing into is that sorry um, is that tommy's as in t-o-double-m-y yeah 
Okay, oh, yeah, okay. I need to um, I'll, I'll put the like information in the episode notes and stuff. Yeah, they uh, they were such a big help. You know, I remember going to um a focus group with them, and even things like before they put their campaigns out, they will put out and be like, we're looking for you know, uh, mums and dads that have experienced baby loss, and they will put the campaigns to you and ask, do you feel how when you read it, how does it make you feel? Mm. Do you feel any offence? Does it make you feel triggered in any way or anything before mm. they put it out? Because their thing is not to offend anybody in any way. They're trying to help, yeah. you know, everybody. And uh, like being open to things like counselling and stuff, because it genuinely does help. Mm. Definitely, that's, you've given us a lot of, um, I feel like this has been well, educational, well, man. And like, I always really like, appreciate you kind of like, sharing, because even me, I'm just a bit like, wow, like that's, that, I don't even know what to say, but honestly i know it's the cliche thing but like you are like it's inspirational man like i know like there might be some people listening who might find men or women who might find like some sort of encouragement to um deal with it with their um, own grief that they've experienced in regards to like baby loss so any any way that you can they can you can help and you probably help them you know so i think i think it's great man you know like it's been a pleasure um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. As always, you're always welcome back to talk about. No, it's it. Well, any, it can be anything. Anything. We to. We appreciate you um, coming on. But you know, I think we're mad over time. Uh, yeah. Thank but um, that's no, all good. Um, Follow us on Thinking Out Loud. Like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend or a family about it. You know. And yeah, guys, rate, review, subscribe. Listen, give us. Give us those com- give us those reviews, man. I'm not I'm not begging, but listen, we'll go we'll go a long way in it. Just help us out. You know what I'm saying? But um apart from that, that's it from us.